You're listening to episode number 11 of Radical Shift, and this is part two of my intuition series. And in this episode, we're going to talk about where intuition comes from and how to make it work for you. So if you ever wondered where that gut instinct comes from, or if you've ever wondered what happens to us after we die, you're going to want to listen to this entirety of this episode, and I'm going to get real, and I'm going to get vulnerable and I'm going to share stories I've never shared before. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Carla White. And before we jump into today's podcast, which is part two of trusting your intuition, increasing your intuition, and using it to guide you, which I have some powerful tips for you. So you're going to want to listen to the entirety of this podcast. But before we get into that, I want to take a minute and just give you a special thank you for not just listening to this podcast, but for subscribing and sharing it and reaching out to me on the social media and sharing your thoughts and your ideas and your questions with me and carrying on these conversations. Because of you, all of this is possible. There's a consistent theme amongst the messages that are sent to me, and they're really interesting. And what they are, there's actually three. And the first theme is belonging and identity. How do I shift out of this old identity, out of this old story that I've been telling myself into a new one when all of my loved ones around me just don't get it. And then the second theme is how do I have higher impact with higher income? How do I create a bigger impact, a more meaningful life, a legacy with my gift? How do I turn my mess into my message? And then the third one is there's one month left in 2020. 19. How do I end this year on a high note? So I go into 2020 on fire with purpose. I make the most of 2020. Like 2020 is the game changing year. And what this has done is caused me to rethink the coaching programs that I have created over the past year, two years that have helped people get off of, gosh, over 20 prescription drugs. Uh, get a, become free of chemicals, uh, lose hundreds of pounds uh, accumulatively. Uh, many have started their dream careers that they've wanted to do for decades. They finally started it. But the problem with these programs was I delivered them live through a computer. And so in order to get the success out of them, you had to show up, you had to be at your computer. And when you're at that computer, you're competing, your attention is being competed with my coaching, social media, shopping, whatever else, email that's coming in, Twitter, and you're not getting as much out of it. And this was driving me nuts because what I want is to create a radical shift in your life. So what I've done is I've taken all that training And I made it even better. And I free you from the computer. This has never been done before. This is such a new 
bleeding edge way of shifting your mindset and unlocking everything great in your life. It's called the 21 Day Mindset Reset. You can join join the program at 21daymindsetreset.com. And for 21 days, you get coaching directly from me. And when you have a time, when it's convenient for you, you jump in, you get the accountability, you get the support group, you get the belonging, you get the tactics on how to shift your life and how to up-level it. And this isn't based on any rah-rah motivation or anything like that because that fizzles out, that dies as quickly as the yogurt in your refrigerator. This is tactics. These these are proven to last for decades. This is based on neuroscience, research, and it's also based on a busy professional schedule. I know that you and I both are trying to fit as much as possible in our days. And so this program is designed to help you get the maximum out of it while you keep doing what you normally doing, driving, doing the housework, making dinner, getting ready, going for a workout. You learn as you're going, and then you connect with this tribe. And I am super excited. So join now because when you join before December 1st, I'm throwing in all sorts of crazy bonuses as a Black Friday special, including prizes where you can win up to $10,000. So join at 21daymindsetreset.com. And let's get into today's program because it's all about intuition. And if you're having just a little inkling of a feeling of checking out that website or reaching out to me and asking me some questions, you can find me at Hey Carla White on Instagram and on Facebook. I would love to carry on these conversations. And what today is all about is we're going to get a little bit more woo-woo about this. And it's about connecting to other energies, other energies of people who are around us, our loved ones, but also people who aren't with us in physical form. Whether there are children that are coming into our lives or children that are coming into our lives, maybe they're grandchildren, or people who have passed away. And I myself am going to put my hand up and confess that I was skeptical about all of this for a long, long time. So when my dad passed away, oh, I so dearly wanted to talk to him again. I missed our conversations. I missed his witticisms, his little jokes, his ability to sum up knowledge in like a five-word sentence that just drove everything home. I missed it so much. And when I let go of that missing and I started to quiet my mind and I started to tune in to the energies in me and around me. And if you haven't listened to podcast number uh, 10, I believe, which is all about increasing your intuition, go and listen to that podcast because that's giving you straight up tactics, no BS tactics and how to increase your intuition. But what I want to share with you, and this is pretty vulnerable, and I'm going to get really open and vulnerable in this podcast, is when I started to connect more with myself, quieting my mind, connecting with my energies, I started to develop a relationship with my dad in a level that wouldn't have been possible if he'd be here in physical form. I hope that makes sense. So 
It was a whole new dimension to our relationship that couldn't have existed. It was like he was still holding my hand, guiding me, not telling me exactly what to do because he never would do that in real life either, but that he was guiding me. And the more I tapped into this and the more I realized that this is a superpower that we all have, the more I started to connect with other people around me and in my community, in my tribe, uh, mentors, peers, uh, so many different people without even having to send them a message or talk to them. And when I would send them a message, they would say things like, gosh, I was just thinking about you. And that's an intuitive power that we all have. This summer, I went over to my cousin's house and I was sitting at her kitchen counter and we were having a really deep conversation because she had lost a loved one uh, just a couple months earlier. And she said a book came into her life, which took her by surprise. It wasn't the type of book she was looking for, but she ended up buying it. And lo and behold, it had so many answers that she needed at the time. And she pushed it across the counter to me. And I looked at it skeptical, but brought it home and started reading it. And as I was reading this book, I felt like I was reading a story about my own life. And in this book, which is called The Light Between Us by Laura Lynn Jackson, she she's a psychic medium. And she shares how she came to realize that she's psychic and how she honed that psychic ability. And one of her, her first discoveries in becoming psychic was she intuitively knew that she needed to go see her grandpa. And despite her mom saying, no, you just stay home, keep playing on the trampoline, don't come with, she demanded she went. And lo and behold, that was the last time she got to see her grandpa. Now, the exact same thing happened to me. I got an email from my mom stating that a family friend had passed away. And it wasn't quite so shocking because he was poorly anyway, but intuitively, I knew I had to go home. And I wasn't planning to go home for months later, but I booked a plane ticket, went home, saw my family. And had I not done that trip, I wouldn't have seen my dad for one last final time. And in fact, my last words to him were, I love you, dad. I had no idea he was going to pass away before I even got my bags unpacked. Now, at his funeral, a good friend of mine drove five hours to be there. And as we were talking, she shared with me, she knows, she goes, Carla, I don't know why I'm here, honestly. Uh, it, there's blizzards. It's January. I'm driving in this little car. I got my little kids at home, but something told me I had to be here. And then she shared that she's staying with her brother and her, she's so grateful that she gets this time to spend with her brother's child, who's just a little boy. And normally she never gets to hang out with him. Normally, she's watching her own children or her children are playing with him, and she doesn't get that one-on-one -on -one time. And so she thought, oh, maybe I came across the state, not just to see you, but to spend time with him. And not even a few weeks later, that poor little boy had had a, a, an accident, and he passed away. Now, this episode isn't going to be all about sad stories like that. In fact, I have a friend who she was pregnant and everything was going well. And she was sleeping one night and she had this extremely vivid dream of her mother who had passed away years before. And her mom was saying to her that she needed to go to the doctor and get something checked out. 
And the dream was so vivid. It was so profound that despite being perfectly healthy and feeling great, she went to the doctor and lo and behold, they found something that not only was going to terminate her pregnancy, but could have caused her own death. Now, scientifically, they have discovered that intuition comes through our prefrontal cortex and what they, the scientific term for it is, is somatic markers. So we have these somatic markers in our prefrontal cortex that indicate when there's a physiological change in our body. And the reason that we have this is because if we use logic alone to make any, all of our decisions, we'd have a meltdown, we'd explode. In fact, this is what's causing so much of stress in your life, in my life, is when we go against our own tuition, our own gut reactions. We, in fact, not only have one brain, we have three brains. We have the brain in our head, we have our heart, and we have our gut. And out of the three brains, our heart actually gives out more of an energetic electromagnetic force than our brain and our gut. So our heart center is actually our brain center. But too often, we discount our heart center, we discount our gut, and we rationalize our way out of it. Now, going back to other individuals, other energies, our bodies are 99.9999999% energy. So if you took that energy out and you just compressed our physical matter down into no energy, no open space of energy. Our bodies would be the size, get this, they would be the size of a sugar cube. So that's how much energy we have. And in fact, that energy keeps moving and it, it, it grows outside of you. How many times have you walked into a room and you have felt the energy in that room? Whether there was an argument going on or it's a party, you felt that energy. Or how many times has somebody walked into a room and you felt their energy? You felt that they were angry. You felt that they were sad or curious or shy or happy or glowing. You can feel people's energy. And in fact, one of the best compliments that I ever get from people is your energy is so contagious. I love your energy. And that's great because I work hard on having my energy high because when I have high energy, I connect with the muses or (laughs) Others around us, other people, I can connect with creativity, I connect with ideas, and that's where the magic happens. And as humans, this is a sixth sense that we are born with, but unfortunately, during our school years and throughout all of our education, this sense is not honed. In fact, it's taken out of our school system more and more and more. The less music we have, the less arts we have, the less playtime we have outside, All of that is decreasing our intuition. If you look at our children and how intuitive they are, how they know things intuitively, whether they like a food or not, they know it intuitively. And at one point, our creative mind, our subconscious mind, starts to get overpowered by our rational mind. And when we try to rationalize every single decision with pros and cons, that's when we have burnout. And when we have burnout, we start to discount who we are. We add our own self-doubt on top of burnout and not enough. I don't have enough ideas. I don't, I'm not cut out for this. I can't do this. And we start to self-doubt ourselves. 
So tapping into that intuition is natural. In fact, what they did is they tested these somatic markers in people. They sat people down in front of four decks of cards. And these decks of cards, every time you picked up a card, you either got money or you lost money based on the card. And the decks, the four decks of cards were rigged. So two decks of cards were rigged that you would get more money. And the other two decks of cards were rigged that you would lose more money. Now, they measured people's somatic markers. They measured the sweat in their hands and their visceral reactions. And quickly, people started to learn that these two decks are going to get me more money. And they gravitated to those those two, two decks. But when they chose from the other decks, just to hedge their bets, because logically it didn't make sense that they're automatically out of the gate, these two decks would be in my favor, their palms got sweatier. They had a negative reaction. Their heart center started to close down. Their bodies were telling them which deck was good and which deck was bad before they even touched the cards, before they started to recognize the patterns. Your body knows these things intuitively. So where is it getting these messages and how are we getting these messages? So I'm going to get really personal here and I'm going to share two personal stories that I've never shared publicly before. And the first one is about a family friend who had passed away a few years ago. He had been in hospice and I went down there straight away because the hospice center is close to my house. And his family was there. They're all grieving, sad and uh, as expected. And I wanted to linger outside of the room. I didn't want to go inside, but we were called into the room to say a prayer around his body. And not wanting to be rude, I went into the room, rather hoping it would go quickly. And as I walked into the room, I felt this electricity, this energy, as if I had just put my finger in a light socket. It didn't hurt. It wasn't, it wasn't painful at all. In fact, just the opposite felt great. Um, but the hairs on my arms stood up, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up and it was electrifying. It was amazing. As I looked around the room to see if anybody else felt this, I thought maybe there was some static electricity in the room or something to that regard, but nobody else felt it. And it was at this point that I realized that when we pass away, it's not so much that we're completely gone. There's an energy that 99.99999% of us that is now free away from the limitations of a human body and a human ego. And that energy still exists with us. It's there to let you know that you aren't alone, that you, you still have a relationship with these people that have passed. They're just at a different frequency and that relationship has to shift from what it was before to a new, different type of relationship that is in the now. It's in the whispers. It's in that gut intuition. It's in that instinct. And they're not there to tell you exactly what to do with your whole life or to tell you how things are going to turn out. You know that. You came here to discover those answers yourself. They're there to say, I'm here to catch you if you fall. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you a little nudge. I'm going to give you a little sign. I'm going to give you an, a feeling, an emotion. Now, how many times have you thought of calling somebody and then all of a sudden they call or they text? 
It's the exact same thing. It's that exact same energy. So before I end this, I want to give you some really powerful tips on connecting with other energies, whether they're here in physical form, whether they've deceased, you can connect with other physical energies. And there's so much scientific research on this. I feel like this should be a three-part series, but let me give you these tips. In the prior episode, I talked about the importance of meditation in quieting your mind. But to really connect with these people, to really feel like the, the energies of other individuals around you, it's about being in the now, living right, like letting go of the past and not concerning yourself so much with the future, absorbed in the future, but understanding that their presence is right here, right now. They aren't limited by the human ego. And the human ego is what tosses us back and forth in between the past and the future, either worrying about the past or worrying about the future being just like the past. They don't have those limitations. They only see the now. They don't see time like we see time. We, they don't see time as linear. They see time as abstract. And they want you to achieve your biggest heart's desire because they're living on an all-time high. They're feeling great. And the reason we came here is to experience that high in physical form over and over again. And it is absolutely possible. And lastly, they're all about love. Not to get so hippy-dippy on you, but that is all it's about. There's no vindictivity. There's nothing evil about it. It's just pure love, pure happiness, and pure joy. Okay, radical shifters. That was a hard one to do. This podcast, obviously, it was pretty vulnerable. I put myself out there, but I want to hear from you. If you had any experiences connecting with people who have come into your life, um, who, who have passed or just an intuition to connect with somebody who maybe impacted your life, I want to hear your stories because I believe the more we talk about this, the more we take out the stigma. And you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Hey Carla White, Twitter, it's at Carla White. And until then, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.